Welcome back, everyone, to The Incompetent Critic, presented by I'm No Genius. As always, I'm Eli, and today I am joined by my younger brother, Lucius Vincent Burgett. And today, Luke, we got a good episode. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, I had some homework to do, but uh, overall, pretty good Sunday. Relaxed. Good. You know, it's, it's a chill Sunday and everything. And, uh, you know, a lot of football going on uh today oh, yeah, tons a, a lot of uh you know fantasy football ups and downs and everything my teams are not doing very well right now but we're not going to talk about that um one team that is doing very well is the ohio state buckeyes we went to the osu versus minnesota game last night and we, we had a pretty good time yeah, um, it, was, it was pretty good it was a pretty good time you know the buckeyes scored 35 points in the first half and then scored three in the second half but we weren't there for the second half so yeah, we didn't go for the second half, so that's why they didn't score a whole lot. But, you know, speaking of football, today we are going to be looking at one of, one of the greatest, no, it is the greatest football TV show ever. I would I would agree with that. It's, it's, it's probably up there for one of the best sports drama shows ever made. For sure. And, and probably up there for one of the best shows ever made. It's just awesome. I love this show so much. It's a great show. Because today we are talking about Friday Night Lights. And, you know, how, like, what are your thoughts on the show before we get started? Um, I think it's a great show, especially being a high school athlete. It's just, you know, it, it shows everything of what you want high school sports to be, you know. But except everybody's more jacked and eight years older than what high school athletes actually are. So, yeah, it's 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 literally like if, you know, 25 year olds, you know, were still living in their high school glory days yep. and still playing football and stuff like that, because that that's what it is. Really, they're, they're the super seniors. That's sure. exact, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> Bishop Sycamore. It's just it's like. They're literally, it's just Bishop Sycamore High. So Pretty much, yeah, except yeah. They, they were good, and Bishop Sycamore wasn't very good, so. Yeah, and, you know, they, they tried to be as best yeah. as they could, but. So, yeah, uh, the show was uh, created, the first season premiered in 2006. No, I have that wrong. In 2005. Four. Now, now it's going to bug me. See, I'm, I'm a journalist, and I can't believe that I didn't get this right. This is... Oh my goodness! No, 2006 is when it premiered. So I was right. First I, was, I was right the entire time. 2006 premiered in 2006, and it went on for five seasons. Had a variety of characters, but the main character is Coach Eric Taylor, and coach. like I mean, great great coach. And unlike a lot of you know sports shows nowadays, he's actually a pretty good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, I don't know if you're up to date on, you know, the teen drama or sports shows nowadays, but the head coach is always such a jerk. Oh, yeah, for sure. But Coach Eric Taylor is a, is a great man and a great coach. Because I think what makes it different about this show is, like, usually they try to highlight the players and, like, the you know, the players and, like, how they have to overcome obstacles to be good. But, like, these players don't have any obstacles because Coach, coach Taylor is just such a great coach, like, they have their obstacles outside of football, but you know when it comes to football, it's just like it's a great show. So, 
it, it's a great show. The football scenes are, you know, awesome. I mean, I, I look, I'm I'm so glad that. Well, really, Caleb, he got me introduced to this show, and then I started watching it, and then I finished it, and then I introduced you to the show, and so it's just passed it on down. And I can't I can't wait to talk about it. Are you ready to get into season one? I'm very ready. I'm very let's, ready. Let's get started. So, Coach Eric Taylor, he's the new coach at Dillon High School. Dillon High School. The fictional Dylan High School is the like one of the most you know renowned football programs in the nation, basically. Yep. And if you don't know that, don't worry; they'll tell you dozens of times in the first episode. So it literally dozens of times, literally dozens of times. And you know things look good. I mean, like everybody's you know hyped up for the season, but then star QB Jason Street tries to tackle a dude, gets paralyzed. Very that, sad. Like, look. I, I look before I watched the show, I watched all the promotional material and stuff like that. And they they promote they like promoted the show as like Jason Street being the star of the show. Yeah. Like he's the team captain, he's the quarterback and everything. And then the first episode he gets, you know, whacked. It's just it was heartbreaking. It was extremely sad. Except there was nothing to fear because Matt Saracen is here. Matty Ice. Matt and... Saracen. Matt Saracen is arguably one of the best backup quarterbacks in existence. Dude, that first game, come from behind, win, underdogs. Is that the game last... where he threw the big, like the huge pass down the field? Or was that the game that he got injured? No, that was uh No, that was that was game one. He threw like okay. a like a late second like a last second pass to win like, the game. It was like sixty yards or something to win the game. Okay. So right. yeah, Matt Saracen, the best. QB, any best backup QB anybody could hope for. Yeah. And and he well, he's uh, you know, he's been handed the reins <laughs> to this team. So And it's actually like crazy because like I mean, especially with them being that good, you would expect like teams to them that they play to be good too. And for him to just like make the jump like right to it. I mean that's I mean it's either, you know, I I'm not Dude. Dude, you underestimate the value of him training in his backyard with the tire swing. The tire swing is iconic. The tire swing, he's just throwing that ball through that hoop hours every single day. With Lance. With, with yeah, Landry. Not Lance. What are that's you talking Chris, about? That's what Chris Taylor calls him. Oh, with Lance. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> Lance is a better football name. Anyways. So, yeah. Lance is better. Sounds better. Anyway, yeah. So, anyways, Matt Saracen, he's the new QB. He's taking over, and the team is adjusting to that. And, you know, Jason, he's in the hospital, and his girlfriend, Lila Garrity, cheats on him with um, his his best friend and also the best character in the show, Tim Riggins. Let's talk about Tim for a second. Tim is everything that anyone should aspire to be because he just, I mean, he's just living. Like, he's just, like, such a laid-back guy. And honestly, I don't blame Lila, but you know, he's he's a total catch, dude. Texas yeah. forever. Oh, of course, that's the motto. No regrets. Te- Texas forever. Texas forever, man. And you know, it's shocking that Tim is such a beloved character because did not get off on the best note. I can't remember the first time I met him. The, dude, like like in the first season, he's he's cheating with Lila. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, but I still, I feel like. I wa- I've watched it twice, and like when I've watched it, I've just kind of always envisioned Tim as Tim. So like, well, yeah, I forget what it's like, like to just see Tim as a cheater. So 
in re- in retrospect, we always forgive him and everything, yeah. but he starts off as like a pretty crappy guy, you know, getting drunk all the time, you know, and you know he's not showing he's up to practice, and not showing up to practice, quitting the team like every two episodes. So and then getting on back to the team, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's a whole thing. But Tim Riggins, I mean, like I I saw a video on TikTok a while ago. Tim Riggins might be the the actor that played Tim Riggins, Taylor Keish. He might be the greatest actor to ever play a high school athlete like ever before yeah because tim riggins actually looks like like a real athlete like yeah. a football, like a d1 football player that's true like and he doesn't look like too old like he doesn't look like super mature and like it might it might be because of his character like his character is not very mature either but he's not like i mean he's obviously he's you know built guys jacked but like you know he's not yeah. like huge you know but he's just kind of shredded you know yeah, he's, he's a cut dude you know yeah. and he's he's the perfect fullback for the still in panthers team that's what i also don't get like i always thought it was weird that all the players all the main characters on offense uh, dude like we're i'll talk about that at the end at the end when we're done reviewing the season but yeah. like it is stupid that like they don't have like a single like you know major character on the yeah. defensive end like, i mean they like, try like later on in the series but i mean it's not yeah it doesn't work out but anyways so lila and uh tim they cheat together and you know jason not happy about it they you know a lot of conflict there but uh tammy taylor eric's wife gets a job as the school guidance counselor and she's i I love tammy she's a great character she's just kind of always there i feel like she's just always like everybody in town goes to her for advice well i mean she's she's the guidance counselor but like even people that are in high school like (laughs) Like Buddy Garrity comes over there and talks to her. Buddy Garrity, hey Tammy, I need some advice. Like, she was just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, I mean, like, impression. yeah. But but Tammy Taylor, she's like she's a supportive wife and everything, but she also stands on her own. She's a good character and everything. Yeah. She's she's got her own motivations and stuff like that. So and that actually that's that comes full circle at the very end. But you know that's for later. That's true. Uh, and then like in season one, there was that time where uh smash got caught taking steroids the star oh, the, yeah the, the star running back smash williams and uh you know that was that was some drama right there and that kind of like i feel like with with the movie friday night lights the star running back is the one that gets hurt he doesn't get paralyzed but he like breaks his knee or he like he, tears his acl or something yeah and i feel like since they didn't like they, they made jason street the running back because in the movie the running back's the best player and Jason Street is the best player, you know, top quarterback in the country. So I feel like they wanted to kind of make the series a little bit more like the movie and take the running back out too. So they kind of had to do that. So that's yeah. just kind of how I see it after I like, watched the movie. Yeah, but like Smash and Coach Taylor and like, you know, Smash's like ability to play, that all like it, it fluctuates throughout the throughout the seasons and everything. Yeah. And, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, then after that, Matt starts dating uh, Julie Taylor, Eric Taylor's daughter, and you know, right off the bat, Matt, we love you. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, he instigated. Actually, Coach Taylor instigated it. Really? Because I- yeah. So what happened was, it was maybe Matt's like third, second or third start, and Coach was like, "Hey, you seem really tense at practice. You know, you need to." You know, you got. He's like, you need to, you need to relax a little bit. He's like, you, you got a girl you like, you got a girlfriend, or you know, you got a girl. And Matt, this whole time, likes his daughter. And Coach Taylor is like, well, you know, go hang out with her, take her on a date, you know, relax a little bit, you know. 
just hang out. And uh, so Matt's like, okay, all right. So he like asks Julie out and then uh, coach finds out and he's not, not very happy about that. So he's, he's not happy, dude. Yeah. Like, so like coach Taylor unintentionally instigates that. Yeah. So that that's actually, that's actually quite funny. Um, so yeah, that happens. The Panthers, they overcome adversity throughout the entire season and they make it to the state championship. And that is, that's what it's all about, right? It's, it's yeah. all about, that's what I love about this show. It is all about the game. It is yeah. all about Friday night. Um, but quick, quick, uh, quick departure from that. Yeah. In the final episode, Tyra, she, she gets assaulted and her and Landry start like become close after that. Like, yeah. So Tyra, Tyra for backstory is kind of Tim Riggins girl, but not like, you know, they're not dating or anything. And then Landry is Matt Saracen's best friend. Who's, he's kind of a nerd and he like Tyra is like, you know, really attractive and like he doesn't really have a shot with her. But then this like her getting assaulted, Landry is there and he saves her from this guy that assaults her and that kind of makes them bond together. So that's what kind of got uh, Landry's foot in the door there. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's that's really the best way to describe it. So yeah. and, you know, that that kickstarts a whole plot line in season two that we'll that we'll yeah. talk about. But. Uh, the Dillon Panthers they win the state championship on a on a last second uh, rush by by Smash, and then uh, at the end of the season, Coach Taylor leaves Dillon and takes a job at TMU. Uh, so yeah, Coach Taylor leaves Dillon and then takes a job at Texas Methodist University, which is the quarterback coach. Yeah, basically the big college in town. Yeah. Like I, I it's, did, also, it's fictional, right? It's not that's not real. It's not a real school. Okay, like. Okay, all right. I, I really didn't expect Coach to leave, like because because oh. it's after his first season as head coach of the Panthers, he's just and you win leave. state and you win state. There's no reason for you to leave. Yeah, but yeah. you know Good it plot. is. But overall, I'm just gonna say, season one, best season of the show. I think that season two like tries to live up to the hype a little bit, but I think the slow start, especially without Coach Taylor. Like it doesn't really make the show interesting because like they built Coach Taylor up as this you know main character and this good guy, and then he just leaves, and then they try to still incorporate him into the plot. It's like, nah. Yeah, it, it's it's always tough whenever like a main character like leaves and goes to another place, but you still have yeah. to include them in the show. Like but, Michael Scott. I mean, like, well, that didn't work out. But yeah. uh, my favorite scene of the of the season was the Powder Puff football game. Where, yes. where it's yes. where it's where it's Tim and Matt they're coaching, and Tim and like Matt is like, all right guys, let, you know, let's go out there and let's have you know let's have a good time, let, you know, let's have, let's make some plays. Make sure you have fun. Make sure make you have sure fun. You, out make there. sure you have fun. And Tim's like, we will not accept defeat. Do you hear me? Like, <laughs> and uh, was it Tim picked Lila on his team, right? Yes. And yeah. then uh, this is after because hadn't Julie and Matt broken up? Yes. And Matt had Julie on his team, so it was awkward between Matt and Julie, and it was awkward between... I guess it wasn't really awkward between uh, Lila and... Uh, uh, Tim? Yeah, Timothy. Did you forget the best character in the show? Okay, all right. I, I, I'm having a lot... I'm reading all these. Yeah. Well, like, um, and we talked about it earlier. I love the football scenes, but the show never really locks Tim Riggins into a specific position. Like yeah. one, Like, one minute, he's playing, you know fullback 
Next minute, he's playing wide receiver. And then there's one play throughout the season where he's playing like linebacker, just so he oh, can. Oh yeah. Just so he can get a pick six. And there's like uh, the, yeah, I remember the, that. There's like no reason for it. Like just just pick a position to be in. Like you yeah. can you can play all of those, but just tell us which position he plays. Like, and like like I feel like that I I would do the same thing because like fullback like. That is not something that you just like are like, oh, I want to go to the football game so I can watch the fullback or, you know, I want to watch. Like, usually you're like, I want to watch the running back run or, you know, the quarterback throw or receivers catch. Like, fullback, I want to see him block, you know, like yeah. when they're advertising, they're like, leader Matt Saracen, run, you know, hard cutting fast, you know, smash Williams and hard hitting fullback Tim Riggins. Like, no one, like, that's not a very, you know, advertisable position. I don't feel, I don't, yeah. I don't blame them. So, I mean, fullback. It's not. It's not a glamorous position by any by any stretch of the imagination. But I guess it depends on which offense you run. Um, yeah. Okay. Last thing I'll say about season one: Lila, Tim, and Tyra. They are way too old to be playing fifteen-year-olds. Yes. And I, we talked about this before when when we weren't rolling. But in the first season, they never explicitly said what age they were. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they were all supposed to be like seniors, like 18 years old. Yeah, but they, but they I wanted mean, to keep they wanted to keep them around. You know, that's yeah. just how it is. <laughs> I don't really know what their plan was because they didn't really have any other characters lined up. Yeah, what was it going to be? It was gonna, if they all graduated, they got Smash, they got and Matt, that. they got Julie, and that's it. Those those are the only characters left. Yeah. They got they got Landry, but like especially but, like oh well, that's bad. Especially at like. Uh, the high school level i mean uh jason street was a senior mm-hmm. but i mean he wasn't playing anyway so like he's still on the show after he graduates just because he he wasn't on the football team so that's what that wasn't what he was known for by the end of season one but like your main players like if you were to make a show about a real high school team the people you would watch wouldn't be uh sophomore girls sophomore players and junior players like you would watch the seniors and juniors and I mean that that would make sense. Like they they advertise it as like you know Tyra and Lila are you know like the two most popular girls in the school when they're sophomores. So it's like not not necessarily realistic. No, it but yeah. but you know there's there's they're stretching our imaginations a little bit. But the yeah. whole, the craziest thing is that I mean we're talking about Tim Riggins and how awesome he looks as a high school football player. Well, Taylor Keish was 25 years old during season one. And so it, it's just hilarious Thanks. that they have they have this twenty five year old man playing a, like a, a sophomore, a fifteen year old sophomore, fifteen year old kid. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I mean, you remember picture like you've seen pictures of how I looked at fifteen, and I I know how you look at fifteen. You're sixteen right now, yeah. so it's just like it. We don't look like Tim Riggins, is no. what I'm saying. No. Like, but yeah, that's season one, great season. Let's move on to season two. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna do a, I'm not gonna do a summary for this. Well, I'll do a summary for this, but I'm not going to lay out, lay out all the plot points. Um, I'm just going to say, season two is the worst season. Um, I think it's either two or four. No, 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 wait. Yeah, two or four, two or four, yeah. it's Yeah, it's one of those two, but I don't like this season because there are so many weird plot lines that just go nowhere. Wait, are we uh, summarizing or are we like just I'm, prefacing it? I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm summarizing. Okay, right okay, all right. Just because, right. because I read, I wrote all this stuff out, and I was just like, I'm gonna have a headache going yeah, through all this it. again. Yeah, we're gonna skip. Um, 
Like it's just it, it doesn't look. start off good because I mean you got no coach Taylor. I mean you have no I mean I guess you have hype. You have a lot of hype, but a lot of that is drowned out by the new coach who is nicknamed the Tennessee Tyrant. Who yes. I hate. He's not a good person. Not a good guy. Not he's, Coach he's, Taylor-esque. He's the opposite of Coach Taylor. That's why we don't yeah, like he's him. he's the anti-Taylor. He's the, he's the anti-Taylor, yes. Yeah. And, I I mean, just to go through the season, like, I mean, they fire him. They fire that coach. And Coach Taylor comes back. But it's in not the, the same. In the middle of the season. In, like, like after the third game. And Buddy Garrity is talking to him. Buddy Garrity's like, he runs the town pretty much. And he's like talking to him, you know, Eric, we got a job for you, you know, whatever. But then Coach Taylor gets back and his pay is like close to nothing. Yeah. You know, so like, and then they were, they were talking about, oh, we had to pay, we had to pay the other coaches full salary or else he would have sued or something. And I'm no. like, first of all, it's not realistic that you would fire a coach midseason. You yeah, just like, demote him or something and hire somebody else, like keep him on the staff. Yeah. It's but, just like and then uh I mean it's Smash's senior year and they like they like barely make playoffs, don't they? Yeah, so like uh there's a lot of weird plot lines. I mean T- T- Texas Methodist University, that goes nowhere at the beginning of the season. Uh the <laughs> Julie dating the Swedish guy. I think dating, just like that was so. I I hated that so much. Like just, just, just like messing around for like, and it's stupid. Like, they weren't even messing around. Like he had a girlfriend, and like she was just like crushing over him while she had Matt. Like yeah, like he he wanted nothing to do with her, and she was just obsessed with him for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Matt dating his caregiver, who was like thirty years old, <laughs> and that that very was illegal. very illegal, <laughs> very strange. Um, <laughs> Tyra and Landry killing a dude. Like yeah. It's just all over the place. Like you can't ever catch up. Like yeah. And with the weirdest, weirdest part of all was that Tim, Lila, and Jason they all skip school for like a week and go to Mexico to get shark blood for uh, in hopes that it would cure uh, Jason of his paralyzation. (laughs) It would. would, They were hoping that it would make him walk again. Like they couldn't (laughs) have thought of anything else. Like shark blood. It was just so stupid, and then so like, but um, I I I do actually do have an explanation as to why the season sucks so much. I mean, uh, I mean, it was during the writers' strike or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it's it was during the writers' strike of two thousand seven, and so the writers pretty much finished seventy five percent of the season. They finished fifteen episodes basically yeah. before the strike began, and then instead of postponing season two until the end of the strike. Uh, the showrunners just decided to take the 15 finished episodes, rearrange some scenes, and try to make it yeah. work. And uh, as we can tell, it did not work. No, they, they were supposed to have like five or seven more episodes after this to finish up all these plot lines, but no, they didn't. They but didn't. throughout this season, the heart of the show stayed strong. With oh Tim yeah, Riggins. yeah. Tim, Tim Riggins is always good in every season he's in. And uh, I, yeah, he hosted that uh, show, the um, like the radio show, on a like he he was hosting a show, like it was supposed to be about football, and you know he was just like come you know talk football with me, and 
it was like at seven in the morning or something but it was on a christian radio station like yeah it was like so, on like we turned the dial it's a christian radio station yeah so so lila lila get he, tim is crushing on lila like crazy and lila like gets a job she really like gets really into her faith and everything and she uh she gets a job at this radio station and she starts dating a guy that's a host of the radio station and Tim just gets a job at the radio station just to spite her <laughs> and, yeah. and he hosts a football show and like like girls are calling him saying like oh my gosh are you are you still single and he says yeah we're gonna hang up on that one <laughs> cheers cheers woman yeah. he says cheers He's like, remember, remember come, to, come to the game Friday night no regrets cheers no, no regrets <laughs> cheers buddy yeah uh, but like the craziest part of this season was in like the second to last episode. It's like it's like the the rival the big rivalry game. Oh yeah. And Tim Riggins is rushing for a touchdown and the rival coach like oh, steps yeah. steps onto the field and tackles him. Yeah. And that's what the, I'm saying like it's all over the place. Like the whole series is just terrible. Like the game ends there because obviously you can't tackle a person. You can't yeah. tackle a kid as a coach. <laughs> That's was, just. I I remember when that happened. I was just like, "What? <laughs> Why yeah. would you do that?" I don't. Like, there was no logic behind it. He, he was just. I think like dude, like the coach was like five foot seven, so I think he just had like little yeah. man syndrome, and he was yeah. not gonna. He would That's not true. be denied. So. And um, just to cap off the terrible season, they like skip over the rest of the like the last game or two of the regular season the panthers make the playoffs in hindsight we know this uh and apparently like smash williams like breaks his acl or something and they skip over the entire playoffs and they just they just end the season yeah they they end the, so like there's like a like that's what i'm talking about like they had the show like 75% finished yeah and then they just stopped everything like they they built up a lot to like Smash coming back and you yeah. know like playing in the playoffs for the Panthers and they just decided to not show any of it. it All was, in like thirty seconds, we just saw the rest of the season. It was so strange, but I will say there's a really good there's a really good part to this season, and it's when Tim moves in with the Taylors, yeah, and good. he and he becomes the son that Coach Taylor always wanted. Yeah, like they I there I see that I've seen the clips of the scene where they're. They're in the garage playing ping pong. It's like three in the morning. Yeah. And like Tammy comes in. She goes like, "What are you guys doing? You need, you need to quiet down." And he goes like, "Oh, hey, I'm sorry, baby. Oh, by the way, since you're up, could you make us those like little sandwiches with like eggs and the bologna on it?" And it like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she like shuts the door and she walks away. That like I love those parts. Yeah. So. But also like, uh, Tammy's sister moves in with them, right? I forgot about that. Yeah, she did. Yeah, because uh, Tammy and Eric had just had a baby. Yeah. So there was already four people living in the house. It was uh, Chris Taylor, T Tammy, uh, Julie, and what's her name, Belle or something. I can't remember. Gracie, Gracie, uh, Gracie, Gracie Bell. Gracie Bell. That's what it is. Yeah, the most Texas name ever. Gracie Bell. <laughs> and uh, so then, like, her sister moves in with them to like help out with the baby, but she like doesn't have any money. Yeah. And she just needed a place to stay. But then, like, she like her sister is crushing on like a sixteen-year-old boy, Tim Riggins. Yeah. Which is also super weird. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff. Now, all later on in the series and before, like, Tim Riggins has been with a lot of older women. So, like, 
I guess it's not as weird. If it's Tim Riggins, you're like, oh, sweet. It's Tim Riggins. It's just, like, that's just Tim. Don't worry about him. Yeah. Like, but then, like, when it's Matt, like, with his uh, caregiver, it's like, what are you doing, dude? Like, that's it, weird. That's just strange. But like, <laughs> yeah. You know, season two, it it could have been better, a lot better. But, but it's like you said, the heart of the show was still there. We still. That's, that's what carried it. Yeah. We still love the town of Dylan. We still yes. love we still love the games and stuff like that. But, you know. Yep. Season two, it's a bit of a stinker for me. Like I, I wish they wish they would have done better with it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to season three. And I'm just gonna say right off the bat what you just highlighted earlier. The Panthers in an opening montage get eliminated from the playoffs in the year before. Yep. So Oh, I forgot about that. It's actually Oh, that's right. They just end the season. They end season two. That's right. Then at the beginning of season three, they tell you what happened at the end of season two. Yep. That makes it even worse. I forgot that that was even a thing. So I'm not even, I'm even more mad now. It's, it's that like, was terrible. Yeah, they, they leap. Yeah. Like imagine watching the show before Netflix, like back in 2007 and, you know, watching this show going through like all the emotions and stuff like that. And then, then they just leave you with nothing, nothing, no, like no, no conclusion. Just like, tune in next week but there is yeah. no next week it's just like yeah geez it's you know but anyways they get eliminated from the playoffs new season starts and we have the entrance of young prodigy freshman quarterback jd mccoy sweet name very football name right yes. there jd mccoy that is a quarterback name uh you know i have mixed feelings about jd mccoy i think he gets a bad rap because of his dad. Yeah. His dad is classic football dad, you know, training him, you know, getting all the, the you know, special treatment that he that he thinks his son needs. He's a strict, you know, strict, you know, obsessive. No fried foods, you know, got to go straight home after the game. No celebrating, you know, stuff like that. Film and, sessions two hours a day. Yep, exactly. It's just, you know, it's it's tough. I'm sure JD did not want to be a villain, but no. he unintentionally became a villain. It's yeah. just but then they jump, is. they jump from Panther football back to Smash, which Smash is working at the Alamo Freeze with uh, Matt Harrison, which is the local Dairy Queen, if you will. Yeah, and uh, you know he's working out with Coach Taylor because, mind you, in the 32nd film that we got at the beginning of season three, he shatters his knee. For unknown reasons and uh coach is trying to get him a spot on a, on a college roster and uh, he ends up getting a spot on texas a&m so but that was after like a lot of you know there was like 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 the season's only like 13 episodes long and it's then one of the shorter ones yeah no the rest of the seasons oh. are the rest of the seasons are only 13 episodes yeah the, the season one is the longest one it's like so 17 19 yeah something like that but yeah, so Smash is in the third season for like four episodes. And, you know, he's trying to recover, trying to, you know, get healthy and everything. And Coach Taylor ends up getting him a spot on Texas A&M. So that's and then that's the thing. Like once he leaves the show, I made a note of this. Once Smash leaves the show, we don't see him again. And that's one of the that's one of the things that I love about the show. It's it's like, you know, if you're not in Dylan, we don't you're care not in the show. You. You're not in the show. That's what, and you know, I talked about, I, I, I've said this to you before, that's why this show is great, and other shows, like 
All-American, are not great. That's just how it is. It's it's a disgrace that you even mentioned All-American in this. Because Luke. if you okay, listen, if you're watching Friday Night Lights, you finish it, you like it a lot, and you're like, man, I need another football show to watch. Don't go to All American. You're gonna be disappointed, and you are gonna watch this again, and you're gonna hear this. Don't watch All American. It's terrible. First season's okay. Terrible after that. I mean, unrealistic. Yeah, it's even know, more unrealistic than this. Yeah, and this like, is pretty unrealistic. The show is pretty unrealistic, but it's just you know, like the, there's there's a fine line in these shows between sports and drama. Friday night too much lights, drama. Friday night okay, lights. Okay. Friday night lights dances that line perfectly. All American and some of these other shows, they go way too much drama. Not enough sports. Too much drama. But that's that's all I will say for right now about All American. Unless I get unless I get riled up again. And speaking a, about the drama part. Of Friday Night Lights, Tim and Lila, Dayton, beginning yeah. of the season, they are an item. They are uh, official. They are, go- is, they are going is, together. Uh, is uh, Jason gone by now? No, and not he's... yet. He's he's still oh, like he's still living he's still living around Dylan. But at the end of the season, he goes to New York with Tim again. Tim just leaves high school for like a week. And no repercussions. No, no, yeah, no consequences whatsoever. He just leaves high school for a week and goes to New York. And uh, Jason ends up getting uh, a sports agent job. So yeah. So, and then again, once he leaves, we don't see him again. Like at least for a while, we don't see him again yeah. because because yeah. he's not he's not in the show anymore. He's not on. He's not in the story. It's not about him anymore. And it's sad, but it's also like it's it's better that they just focus on the same town with yeah. different people. Because that's what that's what the show is about. It's about this tight knit yeah. community worshiping football, and Pretty much. it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, but JD McCoy, he's the villain of the season. His parents slowly his take parents over. parents are the villain. Yeah, his parents they're they're parasites. Yes, they, they take over the Dylan Panthers football program from Buddy Garrity, mainly because they can outspend him. Yeah, and Buddy does not like that at all. Yeah, no. So, yeah, it is. And then, like, eventually, Coach Taylor decides to start J.D. McCoy over Matt Saracen. And Matt Saracen is devastated. And I was devastated. And at this point, Julie and Matt are dating now again. Yeah, they're back. So, they're, like, they're back to being an item. You know, Matt's over at his house, like, eating dinner, and Coach has benched him. So, like, it's really yeah. awkward. Yeah, you know, Matt Matt's devastated, but literally like an episode later, he decides to switch to wide receiver and he gets over it. Yep. Because like and this is again, this is not very realistic, but if you're a quarterback, just because you know the routes doesn't does mean you not, can run them. Does not mean you are going to be a good wide receiver. And how he earns the spot at wide receiver, they're eating dinner at coach Taylor's house and there's they start talking about football and Matt and uh, Coach Taylor are like, you know, Matt's like, hey, you should let me play wide receiver. And he's like, okay, well, let's, let's go see how you can run. Or let's go see, let's go see, let's go see you run some routes. So they go out to the freaking road and the he street, like, yeah. he's like, if you can catch all 10 of these passes, then you can play wide receiver. So like Coach Taylor's throwing him passes, telling him different routes and he catches all 10 of them. And then it's like, you know, all of them are walking back to the house, slow music, lights dim, you know. 
Like, can you imagine being like, because look, the Dillon Panthers football program attracts many talented players. Yes. Can you imagine being like a five star wide receiver <laughs> getting getting benched because your now backup quarterback tries out for wide receiver and gets it? So it's just like, you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> so, I would not be happy. Yeah, I would not be happy either. So, um, yeah. The Panthers, they you know they, they do well all season and they make it to the state championship. Yep. But right before the state championship, the the town of Dillon decides to redistrict, and they break they basically break the town into two: East Dillon and West Dillon. West and, Dillon being just Dillon, like the Dillon Panthers. Yeah. And the East Dillon being East Dillon High, which had previously existed to nobody's knowledge. Yeah, they they just they introduced this whole completely yeah. other side of town out of nowhere. Again, yeah. not very not it's very weird. realistic, but it, it, you know, we're rolling, we're rolling, and we're yep. still going. But the Panthers um, keep winning. The Pan- Panthers keep on winning. Yep. So, and, and there's also this like there's also this little plot where uh, JD's parents are like kind of like plotting to get Coach Taylor fired oh, at yeah. the year and get him replaced with yeah. like you know a coach that they want. And you know, yeah. there's like there's no reason for this because Coach Taylor keeps winning, and, and he's starting JD. He's starting JD, so like there's no point in it. <laughs> there's literally no reason at all. Yeah, uh, it's just like it's it's such a shame. Like, can you like I would hate to be a coach in Dylan because if you lose one game, they're talking about firing you. It's yeah. like the the margin for error is zero. That's like Ryan Day. I mean, honestly, uh, look, I. I understand how big of a hypocrite I sound right now, like saying that since since yeah. we literally we literally treat Ryan Day like that. But yeah, we're sorry, Ryan. Yeah, we're so, we we love you, Ryan. It's all in it's all in uh it's all in good fun. We just want the Bucks to win. Yeah. So, uh, so the Panthers they make it to the championship. It it's ter- like they're playing terribly for the entire first half. Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. What? Before we go, the quarterback, which. Wait, we forgot to mention this. In season two, a guy named Voodoo Tatum yep. transfers in, stud quarterback, transfers in, plays well, that, for the Dillon Panthers for that like was, that was season one. I didn't I didn't I didn't highlight that because like it it like came and went so quickly. Cut that out. Uh, no, I'm not gonna cut that out. But like yeah, Voodoo was a quarterback that was there for like two episodes. That's confused, sorry. It's and okay. they played him in season one? Season one, they beat him in season one. You're getting your wires crossed there, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. We're rolling. We're fine. But yeah, Voodoo was there for a little bit. They beat him in season one. He wasn't there in season three. He already graduated. <laughs> so uh, the Panthers, they play terrible in the first half of the state championship. Yep. Uh, so Coach Taylor, he's got to make a move. He puts Matt Saracen back in a quarterback. Oh, yeah. And it's time to show out. And like, like look, Matt Saracen... He basically gives the Panthers like they, I think they were down like three touchdowns or something. He, it was they, like twenty-eight to six or something. They they come back. They yeah. come they come back and they tie the game. And like again, like all the all the offensive players, all the main characters stand yep. on the sidelines while the other team drives down the field and kicks a field goal yeah. and they win the game. The Panthers while lose. the while the guys with the Panther uniforms with no last names and no numbers yeah. and. They're unknown. That no one knows who they are. Yeah, but the camera's on the sidelines, of course, because oh, we haven't made any defensive players. Where do we put the camera? 
Yeah, you couldn't just put Tim Riggins in there again. Yeah. Like, no, he no, not Plays on this thing. He doesn't play defense. Not on this play. No, not on the biggest no. play of the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But real. so yeah, the Panthers lose. Uh, pretty much everybody graduates and goes to college, except except for Matt, who decides to stay in Dilly. Well, well, Julie's not a senior. All of the seniors graduate. Oh, that's true. Ju- Julie's a year younger than Matt, but uh, all of the seniors pretty much graduate, except for Matt, who decides to stay in Dylan with Julie and his grandma. And at the very end of the season, JD's father and the Boosters, they fire Coach Taylor. Yep. And it's heartbreaking, but Coach Taylor decides to coach at East Dillon next year. Yep. And the, the unknown high school that we <laughs> the, suddenly found out about. The unknown high school, yeah. And the season ends with with the, with the Taylors going to East Dillon and like looking at the football field. It's like a crappy yeah. football field. And I was just like, so they were just hiding this entire school yeah. for like for like an for like three yeah. years. And they like advertise like I guess that's next season, but we can train we can change this in. Season four now. Yeah, we're, we're um, let's, let's go ahead and move on to season four. Uh, he's in East Dillon. Um Landry, who hasn't been talked about much in season three. Um, I guess he has a little bit, but uh, it, that's Matt's best friend. Uh, Landry gets Landry and Julie get redistricted to uh, East Dillon, and uh, Landry's gonna play some football there. Oh yeah, so yeah. Uh, he's, he's actually, he did he actually did play in season he, three. He was he was on the team in seasons in two and three. Team. He was on the team in seasons two and three, but like. They didn't know what to do with him. But like East Dillon and Coach Taylor, they have trouble getting players to join the football team. Yeah. So they just like let Landry play kicker. Yeah. And so, you know, he's never had kicker training or anything, but you know, they're they need they need kids. And And uh, previously, uh, Tim had gotten a scholarship to play at uh, San Antonio State. Is that what it was? Yep. That's probably not real either. I don't know. It could be. I'm not, gonna, uh, I'm not gonna look it up. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. Uh, he got he got a scholarship there, and um, he goes there for like what uh, two weeks, dude. It like this season. I don't like what they did with Tim this season because Tim had such a bright future ahead of him. He's such an awesome guy. He goes to college for two weeks, and he moves into a trailer. Yep. And it's just like, dude, why? Like you had a full ride to college. Like yeah. just. Just do it. Like, he moves into a trailer, and he starts a business with his brother called Riggins Rigs. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much uh, a rabbit hole that probably we'll get into. So, well, let's just let's just let's just you know nip this in the bud right now. Let's just do it now. Uh, Tim quits college. He moves into a trailer, and he starts a chop shop with his brother. It wasn't started out as a chop shop. It was supposed to be them fixing cars, but then uh, Vince, who is the new quarterback at East Dillon, mm-hmm. was a convict, and uh, the cops, you know, bring him to Coach Taylor and say, "Fix him up," or you know, like you know, can he play football? So he has something to do. Yeah, Vince's friend talks to Tim and Billy. Billy is Tim's brother and offers them a job that'll make them a lot of money. It's basically a chop shop. Yeah. But that's what gets them into it. It's not that like they like, chose to do it or something. Yeah. You know, it's just 
the bad situation. Yep. And you know, let let this be a public service announcement to all of our viewers. Viewers, if you ever quit college and move into a trailer, don't start a chop shop because you will probably go to jail, which Tim eventually does at the end of the season. I don't know he, if you're gonna spoil it now, but no, yeah, I, you know, there's no build up to this. We just gotta nip this in the bud. He 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 takes the fall for his brother so his brother can raise his kid and Tim goes to jail. Yep. And like that's why I don't like what they did with Tim this season. You know, like they made him such a bum and everything. But yep. You know, at the end of the day, he still has a good heart. You know, it is what it is. Anyways, back to football. Um, yeah. Let's get uh, back, back to, to back, back to East Dillon in general. East Dillon. There's a lot of plot in season four because basically it's a it's a season one. It's the new series. Basically, it's a, like a they get like a brand new cast. It's pre- yeah. So they bring in uh, Vince, who's the quarterback. Uh, Luke Cafferty, who is uh, a kid who went to Dillon, like West Dillon, the right Dillon Panthers at the beginning of the year. Um, but actually was found guilty of lying about his address because Luke Cafferty is like really good and the Panthers gave him a fake address to put on his uh, transcript or whatever and uh, Miss Taylor coincidentally finds out and she's the one that sends him to East Dillon where coincidentally her husband is the coach and uh, they bring in Luke Cafferty, Vince they bring in a girl named Jess uh, who is like the new Tyra slash? Yeah, but uh, she's like, more yeah, modest. Jess is like she wants to. She wants to be involved in, in the football. Pro- she wants to be a coach, basically. Yeah. So, she, you know, she she's like you know on the sidelines and everything. She's not a cheerleader, but yeah. you know. And uh, let's see. There's oh yeah, Becky. Oh Becky, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Becky is you know uh, Luke Cafferty's love interest, basically. Yep. That's that's really what her whole thing is, and they. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm just gonna spoil it. But like they, uh, you know, they uh, do stuff together, and then um, like Becky ends up getting pregnant, and and then she has uh, she has the baby aborted by the end, by the end of the season, and that's that's a lot of source of drama right there. But yeah, you know, we don't we don't have to get no nah, no. Nah. Let's get back to football, baby. That's what we care about. That's what we can. You know, look, the show's about football, not a lot of drama. Let's do the football, okay? Early uh, on in the season, yeah. First game, uh, it's halftime, and East Dillon's getting the crap beat out of him. And is it? This is without Luke, right? This is without Luke Cafferty. Yeah, they don't have Luke him yet. Been, yeah, so Luke hadn't been transferred yet. It was just Vince and a bunch of scrubs. Coach comes out at halftime, forfeits the game. Game's over, calls it. Next week, like a bunch of guys quit. You know, coach decides to call a team meeting. Luke Cafferty gets transferred. Luke Cafferty is the one that shows up first to the team meeting. Then everybody follows him and comes back to the team. They play a few more games. One nicknamed the Toilet Bowl, which is uh, the two bottom teams in the league. Uh, I think the Lions won that game, right? Yeah, they, they had two wins the entire season. One was that game. Right. And then the next one, they beat the Panthers, lo and behold. And... Uh, in the last game of the season, and they actually were the ones that uh, made the Panthers ineligible for the playoffs. So yeah, they, there's some they, bad blood there. They made them lose out. Yeah. So, yeah, you know it. It's you know it's really it's really cool that like even Coach Taylor he can you know revive this program and you know give it life and yep. stuff like that. But uh, back to the uh, back to the drama side and everything. Uh, yep. Matt Matt and Julie, 
love is on the rocks for them this season because Matt, yep. you know, he's he's hanging out in Dillon and stuff like that. Julie going to East Dillon, just being, you know, a high school student. And Matt, at the end of the day, he says, I have to try and do something with my life. After his, so Matt's father passes away in one of the best one. episodes. One of, yeah. Matt's father, like around the middle of the season, he passes away. He, he was a veteran and he, uh, he dies unexpectedly. And Matt says, I got to do something with my life. And so he decides to go to art school to become an artist. And, you know, it's, it's sad to see him go in Chicago, right? In Chicago. Yeah. He's going so to, he's an not art- like on the road. No, no, like he's not down no. the road. He's he's leaving Dylan, and you know what happens when you leave Dylan? We don't care about you anymore. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he leaves, and Julie is devastated, and that sets her down a pretty dark path. You know, it is what it is. But yeah, you know, season season four, it's a uh, it's a pretty good season. I mean, like before before it's it's not bad. I mean, before before Tim gets arrested he buys a huge plot of land uh with the money that he got from the chop shop mm-hmm. <laughs> and and for some reason the government arrests him but they don't seize his land like so just weird yeah very strange again but you know I, I i'm not a huge fan of what they did with tim this season um i like i like matt's storyline like i mean matt, matt had a good like you know he wants to do something with his life after he loses basically everything, and you know. Yeah, I need to grab my charger for my computer. Okay, grab your charger really quick. I'll keep talking. All right. And you know, Matt, he he's always the guy that struggled to find out what his purpose is and stuff like that. Matt, at the beginning of the season, Matt is a sophomore. He's a backup quarterback for you know Jason Street. He never thinks in a million years that he's going to get the chance to play. And so eventually he's just thrust into a position where he has to find his purpose and it has to be really quick and everything. So I like that storyline for Matt. And then second season, he's trying to, you know, maintain that. And then the third season, he gets brought down like a whole lot because, you know, he's he's being replaced by J.D. McCoy. And then in the fourth season, he's just a guy that has no path. And then eventually when he decides to finally do something special with his life and you know do what he was meant to do it's it's pretty satisfying even though we see him go um i like luke i like all of the new cast additions i mean i li- i really like vince i really like luke i really like jess i really like becky uh-huh. and i think because like in, show- in shows like this it can be it can be tough to add new characters to an already established show but this 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 season does it pretty well, I think. I think they did a good job, like not uh, trying to make the new characters too much like the old characters, because you know the people that are still watching the show are there to keep watching the show. They don't want to watch what they just watched again, just redone. So yeah, I think they did a good job not trying to like mimic what they already had done. I mean, this show like really really keeps reinventing itself i think like in this season it, you, it's like you said it's like a season one of a completely different show like they're in a completely new part of town which is it's basically like, a spinoff series yeah like it's it's like it's almost like i'm trying to think of a good example in our real world but I, nothing comes to mind it's basically that dylan uh west dylan at least is you know like the hick country town and everything and east dylan is the ghetto 
And for some reason, they're like right next to each other. Actually, reference to uh, the terrible show All American. It's like uh, Beverly Hills and Crenshaw. Yeah, somehow they're right next to each other, and somehow they're completely different. Yep. So it's just it's just how it is, I yep. guess. But yeah, you know, uh, it this this season really brings all of the characters down a peg, and so in season five they can <laughs> rise back up. And yeah. on that season note, five does do that. Season five does do that very well. So let's get into season five, and this is the final season of the show. Premiered in two thousand ten, and uh, it. It, it's it's a really good conclusion to the series. Yeah. That's all I can say. Um, so yeah, I mean, a new a new season begins, and we're all still at East Dillon, and we're trying so, to nothing's changed. Nothing's changed there. And keep in mind, the East Dillon Lions they went two and eight last season, and this season, for some odd reason, they feel that they can win state. No new players. Right, right. No new players. They, they acquire one new player, a basketball player who oh. they turn who they That's turn like mid season. They, they, yeah, they acquire one new player who they turn into a wide receiver. And literally, here's how the conversation goes. I'll be, I'll be Vince. You be the basketball player, or no? I'll, I'll just, oh, I'll just say how it goes. I don't remember this. Yeah, you don't remember it. I'll just, I'll just play both. Here, I'll be. I'll, here's Vince. What's up, man? Do you want to be on the football team? We got a good chance to win state this year. Now, here's the basketball player. Didn't you guys go two and eight last season? Here's Vince. Well, here's Luke, actually. Yeah, but we're, we're a lot better this season. <laughs> All right, I'll join. Yeah, yeah, and that works. That sells him. And it's just like it's so strange because if you are a team that went nine and one the year before, your chances of winning state are still not that good. Nope. It's just, that's just how it. Like, I mean, I don't know what kind of conferences they're playing in down at down at Dillon, Texas, yeah. but you know, two and eight to almost an undefeated season. It's, yeah. it's not likely, but and, and actually in this season, like almost all of Dillon, like regular Dillon is just kind of like drowned out. Like, yeah. West all, Dillon, like, West Dillon has like nothing to do with this season. Yeah. It's and all, because it's all East Dillon now, because really the only, the only people that were kind of still associated were Tammy and buddy Garrity. Yeah. And buddy Garrity was like you know the booster guy for the Panthers, but then uh, JD McCoy's dad took over there, so he he came to East Dillon because he really likes Coach Taylor, and he became like the main you know supporter there. And then uh, Tammy was actually the principal at uh, West Dillon, right? At, in season three, she was yeah she was the principal of West Dillon in seasons three and four. Okay, and then uh, season five she comes over to East Dillon. And uh, she is she guidance counselor there again. She, she yeah she takes a demotion, yeah, and becomes the guidance counselor for some yep. reason. Uh, yeah, so it's like it's like the entire it's like all of the West Dillon people just jump ship and came to yes. East Dillon, yes. for for no reason other than the fact that they don't want to devote story time to West Dillon anymore. Yep, and I guess I can respect that. But the biggest thing about that is that JD McCoy in his entirety is not in this season. Which is very wait, confusing. Wait, wait. Oh, I guess that is right. Isn't the there's like a scene with uh, Vince and JD where they're like the players of the week? Is that season four? That's season four. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't know. Yeah. Was. So yeah, JD. Keep in mind, JD McCoy was a freshman in season three, a sophomore in season four. He should be a junior in this season and leading the Panthers to a lot of success. Yeah. He's not in it. 
and they even they even play the Panthers and Lions game like the, that's actually in the scene in the film. Yeah, or the movie in the TV, whatever. Dude, <laughs> sorry. And like they show the quarterback, and it's not JD. Yeah, like they, they some got some random number. Like they got someone else playing quarterback. Like the coach is gone. JD probably like, tra- yeah, it's JD, coach, everything. JD probably transferred, but they never explained it. They never explained why he's not there anymore. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I mean. The Lions, they, <laughs> despite all odds, they win a lot more than they did last season. They they almost, lose it all. I don't think they lost one game. So no. uh, something tells something tells me they went undefeated. But before we before we keep talking about football, uh, Julie starts her freshman year at college, and this this is this is what I was talking about before. This breaks the rule of if a person leaves Dylan. They don't focus on them anymore. Not the case with Julie. Nope. They they try to keep her story going at college, and that doesn't work. Because if you remember, Julie ends up cheating, like you know, developing an affair with her professor. As, as who's if, married? Who's married? Yes. Uh, and as if, as if her dating the Swedish guy was not weird enough, this is even weirder. I mean, it's like these people who wrote season five just like took notes on the drama part and just were like, let's do that again. That was a good idea. Yeah. And it's just, no, it's, it's so strange. It's so strange. But I will say there is a pretty good scene where uh, like the professor comes to the Taylor's house to like try and talk to Julie oh, and, yeah. co- and coach Taylor. He like, he holds like, pretend this is like a, like a doll in his hand or like, you know, like a, like a, it's bike like a thing. wheel on like a, on a, freaking like bi- like a tricycle or something yeah it's it's like a yeah it's like a bike handle or something yeah like that popped off his little daughter's uh like tricycle yeah. and like he says you need to get out of here right now and he's like he chases him out the door with yeah. this like bike handle the guy drives away and coach taylor like hits his taillight and breaks it with the yeah. bike handle <laughs> this plastic bike handle yeah. like, and it was it was funny it was a good scene yeah. like so yeah and that's how it is uh on julie's end yeah, um, and, and um, back with the East Dillon Lions, um, Vince is getting a lot of attention mainly because his dad, who was not in season four, am I correct? With he, that? he wasn't there for like his entire life. He's an absentee yeah. father because he was in prison, had yep. just gotten out, and his mom still was like kind of in love with him and like wanted him to live with them. So he comes and lives with them. And his dad is like all about, you know, he sees how good his son is. And he's like, you know, we got to get you recruited. So, uh, you know, they sit down with coach and coach is like, you know, let me let me run everything. You know, like I got a lot of connections. I can make sure that you can get, you know, a good recruiting service. But, you know, his dad is like, you know, I want to do this myself. I want to get my coach. I want to get my kid to go somewhere big. And uh, he gets them some places, you know, he gets them to. He got him to te- what, what was the where, where did he go to see the game? Uh, he I think like, it, took some players with him. With I think TMU? it was it was either TMU or like Oklahoma State or something. Yeah, something. So no, he went on the unofficial to Oklahoma State. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that yeah, was yeah. Vince's dad. He's trying to get him recruited and stuff. And so Coach Taylor ends up suspending Vince for one game because yeah. because he went on an illegal recruiting recruiting visit. Yep. And then you know. Uh, Luke Cafferty steps in and plays quarterback. He's never played quarterback in his life, but somehow they somehow they get it done and they win uh, and they win. Easily. Yeah, so it's just another another weird 
plot convenience. It's yep. just how it is. Um, and so uh, on the East Dillon, West Dillon front, both. So like East Dillon is like struggling to stay afloat as a school that, you know, they go through a bunch of budget cuts. Mm-hmm. And so East Dillon and West Dillon, they are thinking about redistricting and coming back together again at the end of the year. Which when, they talk about like they talk about it like sometimes they'll be like, oh, we want to come back together again. Like we want to have one team again. But like they also talk about the history of East Dillon and how there's always been an East Dillon. And there's not really a definite answer on whether East Dillon only exists because of the redistricting or East Dillon was always there, but they just redistricted again. I mean, and so, yeah, with 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 the way that the show explains it, I kind it's my understanding that East Dillon was like a school back in like the 80s or something. Mm -hmm. And they were successful back then. But since then, the two schools came together and then they developed West Dillon. They didn't really touch East Dillon. And so now they're thinking like, oh, we got to we got to redistrict. We got to break up so we can, you know, take care of all these kids and everything. But then they realized, oh, wait, East Dillon is a dump. We got to come back together. And it's just it's just the worst school districting plan ever. So, you know, it, you know, it's weird. But the Lions keep on winning. Uh, Tim, he makes parole this season and he gets released from prison. Which Best like characters back, but it's not really himself. So, yeah, like you know, here's the thing: like Tim making parole, like for a chop shop, I think you would have to spend like at least like two or three years in prison before you make parole. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he had had just had a good judge or something because he was yeah. in there for like nine months or something. And then he got let. Yeah. Then he got let go. So, yeah. and you know, he's ba- he's back in the show now. Um, yeah, and also he's like. 30 years old playing yeah. a playing a 20 year old 19 20 2019 year old yeah like so it's it's just like he, he looks visibly older like yeah. it's 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 kind of strange but uh back to east dylan tammy it, so she's on so she's like developing like this you know she's on this like council of like you know school you know principals that want to you know re redo how they how they do like standardized testing and everything. Mm-hmm. And so she goes to this conference, she speaks at that, and then she gets offered a job in Philadelphia on this new board to talk like, you know, to help with, you know, the schooling system. That's like everything. a she was like a dean of like a like I don't know who it was, but they were like we want to offer she was applying for the position of like assistant uh, you know, assistant testing supervisor, you know, something like that. And then yeah. they were like we like your ideas. We want you to be the dean, like yeah, the so, leader of the school. <laughs> so that's not exactly how it goes, but like you know, that's yeah. a strange application process. And you know, uh, that's yeah. a that's a huge plot point, and that's going to drive like so. The choice is kind of uh, next year. Does Coach Taylor stay and coach the super team in Dylan, yeah. or or do they go to Philadelphia so Tammy can pursue her career? Yep, and. You know that's a big. I won't, I won't spoil it now. I'll say that. I'll say that till the end. Um, so Matt and Julie. Julie gets fed up with college. She quits college. I swear, a bunch of these kids in this show they quit college like yep. so, like so easily. Yeah. Like first Tim, now Julie. It's just how it is. So Matt yep. and Julie they reunite in Chicago and they you know they fall in love again. And Matt eventually proposes to Julie, 
but he forgets to ask Coach Taylor for permission first. So there's this really funny scene of Matt coming up to uh, Matt coming up to Coach Taylor and saying, "Like I, I would love your your permission to, to marry Julie." And he says, "How old are you, son? You're 19. You're 19 years old. I, what makes you think you What makes you think you could take care of my daughter? Huh? Like like he talks to Matt like he hasn't known him for like five yeah. years. So yeah." It's like, yeah. Um, but then, you know, back in East Dillon, uh, Lions make it to the state championship. Um, and then they end up winning the state championship, um, which I like the way that ends, actually. That's a really cool ending. Um, they basically, it's like a Hail Mary throw. Or, isn't it a Hail Mary throw? Yeah, like yeah. Vince, he like lobs it up to the end zone. And like we actually never see the ball like get caught by anybody. Yeah. But we we see like a montage of like people after the game, like a year later, and yeah. they all ha- they all have like the championship rings on their yeah. Head. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, we know they won it. Uh, Tim and Billy they build a house together in Dillon, and uh, the final line of the greatest character in the show, Texas forever, baby. Yep. And it's just ah, it's just Chef's kiss. He got his happy ending, yeah. so that's good. So. Uh... The uh, previously stated uh, offer that Coach Taylor got to coach the, the super team and Dylan, uh, he rejects the offer and he moves to Philadelphia where Tammy is the dean, assistant dean, something like that, uh, of a college in Philadelphia. Yeah. So uh, She's try- trying to change. He starts, he starts coaching football. There. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. so th- this is like the first time that they, they moved somewhere for Tammy's career instead of uh, Coach Taylor. So. Yeah. Yeah, so Coach Taylor, Tammy, they're in Philadelphia. Vince <laughs> becomes the starting QB of the Dillon Super Team for his yep. for his senior season. Uh, Luke graduates; he joins the military. Uh, Jess breaks up with Vince and gets a coaching job in another state. They never really tell us where. Uh, <laughs> Billy and Mindy, uh, t- so Tim's brother and Tyra's sister, they they start to raise their family, and so uh, and yeah, the season the 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 series ends with coach Taylor speaking to his new team in Philly. And he says, uh, clear eyes, full hearts. And usually they say, can't lose at the end, but they don't say anything because they obviously don't know what it is. Yeah. And so he says, we'll deal with that later. And then end of series, you know, yeah. like season five, it's, it's one of the most satisfying endings to any show ever. It's pretty good. It, it is very, pretty good. Uh, it's very, pretty good. I just said that it's pretty good. I, I like, I mean, I loved Vince's arc. You know, he started as like a troubled, you know, juvenile delinquent and then, yeah. And ended as a great football player with a bright future ahead of him. I wish we got more of a conclusion for the storyline with him and his father. Yeah. And actually where he went to college. Cause like he was a junior, which again, season four, he's a sophomore. Never stated. Yeah. And then season five, he's a junior. Never stated. But yeah, so so yeah, it is what it is. Um, I feel like I feel like Luke could have had a better ending because you know they just kind of like send him off to the military. Yeah, like he like he spends the entire season trying to get recruited to any college to you know like which by the way, why wouldn't you want Luke Cafferty on your team? Like, there's got to be at least one college out there that <laughs> yeah, like, he's yeah. he's a he's a great running back. He's an Iron Man. He plays both sides, but he doesn't get recruited anywhere. And he just yeah. joins the military out of nowhere. Yeah. So, and also a little unrealistic with, uh, you know, we mentioned this before, two and eight before, to to fifteen and zero state champions. So, 
but I think that there is a great story with Vince's family. Oh um, yeah, yeah, big time. Dad was kind of a druggy. Mom was his dad had actually got her. His dad had actually got his mom hooked on drugs. Yeah. So his mom was struggling, um, but Vince kind of like you know rose that family up. So yeah, it it is what it is. And you know we said before, JD McCoy, he should have been in this season. Like he should have been. He should have been the main villain. Like, yeah. It should have been East Dillon versus West Dillon in the state championship. Because like I here's what I wish. I wish they would have just piled all the bad stuff on season four. Like it was already. I mean it was all right, but like. I wish they would have made the season worse. I wish they would have made West Dillon win and beat East Dillon. That way they build up the hype for season five. Yeah. And then they have a big, you know, clash of, you know, JD McCoy, you know, who's the face of the franchise over at West Dillon and like the, a huge game. And they just miss the trap for the moment. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. But all that being said, great conclusion. Uh, this show is awesome yes it focuses on the sport of football and that is the most important thing i said before all american doesn't and that's why it failed so you know not not good i mean but even when it's not focusing on the sport it still has the great characters to carry the load and it's kind of similar to one tree hill a little bit you remember that show right yeah one tree hill it's like 10 percent basketball 90% 90% drama, but it works somehow because yeah. the characters are pretty good. Um, sure. I'm just got to uh, Tammy scenes. I like I like Tammy scenes. You know, she she's a good character. She stands on her own. She's not just, you know, the supportive wife or anything. Yeah. She, she's she's more than that. And I like mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, the story, the story is truly, though, the story is truly about Dylan, the town of Dylan. I mean, like, this is why the season will never have a sixth season. Or a sequel movie, yeah. Because nobody wants nobody wants there's to nothing see- else to talk about. Yeah, nobody wants to go outside of Dylan and see what Coach Taylor is up to in Philly. No, I mean, the town of Dylan is really the main character. Yeah, it's everything revolves around it. Everything revolves around Friday night <laughs> and Dylan, and that's what makes it so strong. It's a brotherhood, really. Yeah. It's it really echoes brotherhood. I mean. And we talked about it. Whenever whenever character moves away from Dylan, their story is yeah. done. Smash, Lila, Landry, Tyra, Matt, Tim, all just kind of, as soon as they left, they just kind of didn't really have anything else to, I mean, they all came back for the finale, but that was about it. Yeah, I guarantee you, like, because, like, Tim gets arrested, and I guarantee you, if we had, like, a bunch of scenes in season five with, like, you know, checking in on how Tim is doing in prison and stuff like that, it would have been way worse. Yeah. Like, because nobody cares what, it, like, no offense, but nobody cares what he's doing in prison. Like, even, if, even, even if he's the best character, the best things that he did, you can't do that in prison. Like, yeah. You him can't drinking beer and, you know, yeah. not going to practice. Him playing football was more exciting than that. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, he's still a good character after he graduates, but him, like, being a football player was the best of his, of his time on the show. Yeah. So, uh, okay, buddy. I want I want your ranking of the seasons. Give me give me your your five. You know what what are they? What's what's number five? What's the worst season? Got to be two. Number, season two is terrible. Season two is like unanimous across yeah. the board. Um, then I would say season four, just because you know it kind of gets off to a slow start, and like I said, it's kind of a new series or like a spinoff series, 
and it doesn't get off to such a fast start that like gets your attention like season one did yeah um then i'm gonna say season five at three you said you're taking five at three and only because they missed the the opportunity to just have this huge rivalry and i mean there was no like problems in football terms there was no conflict yeah i mean they just steamrolled everybody that they played west dylan i mean seeing west dylan's uniform like in the show and the episode not being about them was just like weird to me yeah like them not having any speaking parts or anything that was just weird like i did not like that at all yeah it's, and it's like you said there were no characters like in season five there were no characters in west dylan that we cared about anymore no which so. it's kind of like i mean you look back like at season one and it's like that was like that's the best season I mean, i'm just gonna say yeah. now uh <laughs> i would say season three because i really i really like jd mccoy i i mean jd mccoy even with his dad i think like we saw a little bit of how he doesn't really like his dad himself so i think that i like i mean i like jd mccoy and i like how you know matt matt doesn't really like jd but matt gets his own you know role on the team and everyone ends up being happy so and they end up they yeah they lose state that year right yeah they lose state so yeah but then season one obviously the best season you know iconic best characters all around great storyline great football great everything yeah i mean i i have to agree with you on all of those except i'm gonna swap season five and season three so i'm gonna have yeah. uh so season two is the worst season four is fourth season three is third season five is second then season one best in the show like the thing that like and i'll just say this uh to kind of close it out for my opinions on the show uh I I love this show so much because it truly feels authentic and everything. I mean, as a guy who played high school football and as a guy who's is going through it right now, I'm sure yeah. you can re- I'm sure you can relate to that. This like the ta- the town lives for Friday night. The the oh, school yeah. the school lives for Friday night. It is called Friday Night Lights. Yeah. Because it's it's all about the it's all about that week. It's all, it's all about the 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 build up to the Friday night football game. And that's why that's why we're not going to see what happens in the winter, or you know what happens. I mean, the, co- the show just cuts off. Yeah, like I mean, after this, after the season is over, after the football season is over, the TV show season is over. They don't yeah. focus on anything else because it is all about the game, yeah. and that's that's what makes it great. Um, give me a score for Friday Night Lights. Your defin- your definitive score. I mean, really, if there's a bar for sports tv sports entertainment it's it's got to be this and i mean it's got to be a 9.7 9.8 for me yeah i mean like it's it's despite season two and season four yeah despite season i mean like it is uh i'm probably gonna make this like the title of the video uh, or or the episode it is almost a perfect sports drama series it is like it's you know flaws and all it is it is just it's got all the feels it's got oh, yeah. got the plot got the great characters i love this show so freaking much yes. i'm gonna i'm not gonna give it a high i'm not gonna give it a, as high a score as you are but i will firmly give it a 9.3 out of 10 okay you know a solid 93 percent on rotten tomatoes 
So I think if if they were to take season one, season five, and season three, and change season five, like okay, so you have season one, season two, season three, change season two to the caliber of season five, because just putting one, five, one, three, and five together wouldn't make sense. So changing season two with better plot, better, you know, just not being so terrible and made that that then it's a perfect 10 for me because it really just captures everything that you when I think of high school football, I think of Friday Night Lights. Yep. And, you know, I don't think that's the thing. This this show is lightning in a bottle. I don't think any other show will ever capture like the the feel of of high school football like this show did i mean yeah. like look I, I hate to keep crapping on all american but it was it will not live up to this bad. at all it's, it's just not, so bad it focuses way too much on the drama aspects it le- doesn't leave any room for football so i did this for me my mom's dylan and the city of crenshaw i did i did it for all them all them i'm yeah, angry no. i'm angry <laughs> you wanna know how i feel I'm angry. Why are you? Why are you like, yelling all the time? Like, not, yeah, it's not that. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It, like, come on, dude. But yeah, yeah. Uh, Anyways, thanks yeah, for watching. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be it for us. Uh, thank you for Go watch Friday Night Lights. Yeah. If if look if this video, it's on Netflix. Learn, if you learn anything from this video, go watch Friday Night Lights. It makes you feel so young again. And you- capture the feeling that you get for watching it the first time. Because I wish I could go back and watch for the first time again and see all the plot points again without seeing them already in my head. Yeah. So go back and just capture it in your head and just appreciate how great the show is. Such an awesome show. Buddy, thank you for joining me today. We, I think we might be two of the biggest Friday Night Lights fans ever. So who else? Who, who else, really? Uh, from everyone here at I'm No Genius, this has been The Incompetent Critic. I'm Eli. He's Luke. Thank you for watching. We'll see you next time. See ya. Uh. Everybody loves-